I have a question for you. Why is it that every pew and every seat in every church isn't filled on Sundays? And I'm not talking about during the pandemic. I'm talking about throughout history. Why isn't every seat filled on Sundays? Why do most people now not even claim to be Christian? I'll tell you why. Because they don't believe the Bible to be true. They don't believe the Bible to be the word of God. And the truth is that the majority of those people are basing their non-belief on that Bible in you and in me. They're watching us because, as you know, once you tell one person that you're a Christian, whoa, the magnifying glasses come out and they're watching us. They're watching every move like they've never watched before. You see, they haven't read the word of God. They don't even know what the Bible says because they don't listen to it and they don't go to church. But they hear you and me and they watch you and me. And then we tell them, yes. Let me tell you something, buddy. Jesus changed my life. I'm a completely changed person. I'm born again. I'm spirit filled. And yet they see us at the same bars that we went to before we were saved. They know that we are married and we have girlfriends. Guys are at work talking about brand new porn sites that are free. Wait a minute. What changed? You didn't change. So you're asking me to go to church. You're asking me to read the Bible. You tell me about this Jesus guy that could change you. Where did you change? And believe me, listen, I'm not condemning you and I'm not judging you. But I'm telling you that the world judges us because we are the only Jesus they see. If I ask 100 people to follow me to the top of a building that's 15 stories high and I tell everyone to jump, how many do you think will jump? The answer is none. You know why? Because every one of those people, they know for a fact that if they jumped, they will splat and they will die instantly. You see, those people that don't believe in God, that haven't read the Bible, they don't know for a fact that God changes anybody because they don't see the change in us. Here's an example. Let's say that the person that weighs 400 pounds, you know this person. This person weighs 400 pounds. They're overweight. But yet they start drinking this liquid. Let's make it a potion, whatever you want to call it. Let's just call it whatever, right? But they start drinking this stuff. And all of a sudden, in six months, they lost 150 pounds. And over that six months, they were telling you, man, listen, if you got trouble losing weight, drink this stuff like I'm drinking, man. I'm, I'm losing weight like crazy. I can't stop losing weight. I've lost 150 pounds in six months. Do you think those people are going to believe in that liquid, whatever he's drinking or she's drinking? Yes. You know why? Because they see the results. We will never get the people who are not saved to come to the cross and receive Christ 
if we aren't changed ourselves. The Bible says that we can tell a tree by the fruit that it bears. When we get saved and God changes us and we become born again, we become anew. Well, we better be that because if we're not, we're only fooling ourselves because we're not fooling God and you're not fooling the world because they see us. They're watching us. Again, I'm not condemning you with this message. This message is to encourage you, to encourage you to live your life for Christ so that people can see Jesus in you. Our our walk should be much louder than our talk. We need people to say, wow, what happened to him? What happened to her? Holy smokes. She's not going to the bars anymore, man. Look at her. She, he's not doing this. He's not doing that. I know of a story that a 17-year-old boy got saved gave his laptop to his mom and said, do whatever you want with this thing. It's too tempting. I have no use for it. That's what a Christian looks like. That's what salvation looks like. That's what you and I should look like to the world, but not just look like it. We should be that. We should cut all ties with the world. We should keep our eyes focused on Jesus Focus on the word of God. Read and memorize his promises to us. And if someone tells you that life gets easier when you follow Jesus, they probably aren't a Christian because if they are, they're lying. Because it doesn't get easier. I tell people all the time, I go, look, here's the deal, man. To live as a Christian in any country in the world... In 2021, it's hard. But to live in 2021 in any country without Jesus, it's impossible. It's impossible. Satan has his hands all over this world. He knows exactly where your weak spots are. And he knows how to nail you with them every single time. How many times have you fought the devil one-on-one? Because if you did it a hundred times, your record is O and a hundred. You can't win. I can't win. Billy Graham can't win. Your pastor can't win. None of us can win. Not alone. Not against God. Not against Satan. But if we have God, he will fight for us. And the victory is already claimed when Jesus died on the cross. So you're going to have those losses when when you tried to fight Satan on your own. That record will stay like it was. But once you receive Christ, once you give your life to Christ, you surrender, you wave your white flag and say, Jesus, I can't do this on my own anymore. I'm giving it to you. I'm giving everything to you. I give you my life. Once you do that, if your record was 0 and 100, every time Satan tries to get you again, It's going to be one and 100, two and 100. And before you know it, you'll have more victories than you've had losses. Again, it won't be easy. It's not going to be easy. But I'm telling you, the world is watching us.
and they will continue to watch us. So please use this as encouragement. Don't take your life for granted. God created you for a purpose. That's not just a saying that sounds cool to tell people. The Bible says that God knew us before we were born. He had a plan. He has something for you to do on this earth. And then he created you after that so that you could fulfill it. And if you're walking around and you're unhappy and you just can't figure out there's something missing, man, my life is not normal. My life is not right. I'm not like everybody else. Something's missing. I'm not a doctor or a psychologist or, or I'm not anything special. But I could tell you, if you are missing Christ, that could very well be the entire problem. Because once you start following Jesus, once you give your life to Christ, then all of a sudden your life makes sense. I know I know what I'm going to do when I wake up. I'm going to worship God. I know what I'm going to do when I'm laying in bed trying to go to sleep because I have insomnia. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to worship God. Satan uses that insomnia to try to get me to be unhealthy and be miserable and can't sleep. Well, I use it to worship God. So even though I can't sleep most of the time at night, I still win. And I'm not bragging on me. That's not me. That's the Holy Spirit fighting for me. And he will fight for you. So just remember, be proud of who you are. We don't have to beat people over the head with the Bible. But you see, they haven't read it. They don't go to church, so they don't hear it. And if we don't live it, then they will never give Christ a chance. You can't stand in front of your children smoking a cigarette telling them, don't you ever smoke, young man. It's bad for you. You can't stand there in front of your daughter with a beer in your hand and say, baby girl, don't you ever drink. This is bad for you. That's exactly what the world thinks of us. And we tell them that we're Christians, but nothing's changed. We're still living like the world. Nothing changes. They're like, well, whoa, I don't get it. Like, this can't be true because I'm looking at you. I'm watching you and you, you, you didn't change. So what am I supposed to do? I'm, I'm going to believe in this hocus pocus because that's what it is to them. To them, it's hocus pocus because there's no evidence of it. But remember that 400-pound person I lost 150 pounds in six months? That's not hocus pocus because the results were seen. So, brothers and sisters, let the world see Christ through you. Whenever you listen to this message, whatever day it is, daytime or nighttime, decide at that moment when you hear this, decide right now that today, if you listen in the morning, decide that the whole day, your purpose is to know that everybody's watching you and let them see Jesus. And I'm not saying to wear a Jesus t-shirt, a Jesus cross, a Jesus earrings, and, and drive cars with Jesus bumper stickers. And I'm not saying walk around the streets saying, Jesus loves you, come to the cross, repent now, the time is now. I'm not saying do any of that. But let Jesus shine through you. And if you will open your heart and open your mind and allow the Holy Spirit to flow through you so that 
the Holy Spirit truly gets the credit and the glory for it and not you. If you do it like that, I promise you the Holy Spirit will be seen through you. But if you try to do it so that you get the glory, the Holy Spirit's not going to do it. Won't do it because it's not about us. It's not about us. The whole thing about Christianity is we basically, we give up on us because we say, God, I can't do this. I can't. This is impossible. I quit. You take over. And then that's when we start living. It's not about us. It's about Jesus. And the world will only know Jesus if they see him through us because they're not coming to church, especially if we haven't changed. They're not going to listen to Christian radio stations. They don't want any part of that. They, To them, we're a bunch of liars. We're a bunch of liars and a bunch of fools to them. Because we're going around telling people we're this and we're that, and they see us doing the opposite. So stand up. Be strong. Read the Bible and learn. See, most people, like I said before, most people that, that won't follow Jesus, they haven't even read the Bible. They don't even know what they're not following. Look, I'm a huge football fan. That's like saying, you know what? Um, this football team, their playbook, their offensive playbook, is horrible. And I say that, and I haven't even looked at the plays in the playbook. How do I know? How could I possibly judge them and say that their offensive playbook is the worst in the league? I haven't even looked at the plays. I don't even know what the plays are. You know one way that I could tell? It's by their performance on the field. If that team can't score any points, then most likely either the players are bad or the players are bad. So if, if, if the people who are not saved, if they're not going to read the Bible for themselves, let them read the Bible through us. They'll ask questions. They will. They'll give us the opportunity to proclaim the love of Jesus that he has for us. Thank you for listening. I hope you subscribe to whatever podcast channel you listen to. And I hope you share these messages because as God gives them to me, I share them with you. And again, I'm not condemning or judging any of you. It's always us together. And again, I'm just letting you know this message is about the world is watching us. So let us show them the Jesus that lives in us. Until I talk to you next time, I hope God blesses you and your family.